0: This is Larry Nimichek, and if you're not listening to TrekMate, well, you're not listening to TrekMate.
1: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the TrekMate podcast. Its continuing mission, to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone. Prepare to attack, all-hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log,
2: stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trackmate. I'm Jude. And I'm Wayne. Hello, dude. Hello, mate. How's it going? It's it's going very good. Oh, dear. Very Mate, good.
0: another week has gone, and another Trackmate podcast is on time.
2: Who'd have funked it? Yeah, yeah, we seem to be going thick and fast at the moment with them, which uh, I'm very happy with. We're always having fun with it at the moment. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think what it is at the moment is because now we are um, broadcasting the uh, it, the pod whilst we record on YouTube. It just makes yeah. the editing process so much easier. So it's it's a lot more laid back. We can actually just enjoy ourselves. And- it's
2: always easy for me, but. <laughs> but yeah it's a lot easier for you okay it's made it, life easier for me yeah it gets out <laughs> to the people a lot quicker well in, in this case uh we're live on youtube as well as um as well as the podcasting world you know whatever. well,
0: well that's the thing it's it's a question of the uh, the show's getting recorded once again on saturday night i'll be able to get this edited and it'll be up first thing sunday morning for everyone mm-hmm. to enjoy so
2: yeah it's which is a very, very quick turnaround convenient for one uh thing that we'll be talking about tonight but I'm not going not going to blow my load in the first couple of seconds like we'll save it for a bit got some good news my- for um uh sci-fi palooza yes yeah. uh, very
0: very very good news watching. i have <laughs> i have uh, i've put a couple of posts on facebook and uh twitter just to say that we'll be announcing our latest uh guest cool. for the palooza and to be honest i'm before we kick off with anything else we might as well discuss that because really you
2: want to go to, that's fine i don't mind i don't mind
0: well i i just think that
2: it's one of those things that i've um you you want to just come out with the guest announcement, or you want to flirt around it for a bit? <laughs> well, that, that, depends. that depends. After you after you told me today, I had to go and watch that person's um, episodes of the program that they're on. Like immediately, just went straight to the first episode of the program that they're most well known for. Yeah, and just to, I, just to be I like, yeah, they're coming to our thing. <laughs>
0: I can't wait to meet them because I've never actually met them. I've uh, Me so it, so it, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting to know them as well. So anybody who hasn't been listening to the podcast, uh, Jude and I are once again putting on a another um, science fiction convention. This time it's slightly smaller. We're doing a mini
2: con celebration. It's weird. Uh, it it's smaller. It's more relaxed. More confined, or all this stuff, but like it already feels like it's just going to be better in so many different ways, yeah. It well, that's
0: the thing. I I know that everyone who came to Trek On had a great time,
2: and that, but that I really think... helps is that we've got so many Trek On uh fans, attendees, um, yep. and also we're
0: going in to uh the, the sci fi palooza with a good amount of tickets already sold yeah so we already know that the audience is going to be there so it's um it's really really exciting and i uh, i can't wait to uh put
2: uh, put on the event and hope that everybody joins us um i have i've also no doubt like we we've not set ourselves uh, a limit yet on on tickets to be sold it's mm-hmm. something we've spoke about off air and we'll speak about again at some point but um I'm sure our guest announcement tonight will definitely help put more butts in seats or whatever you want to call it. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's a question of, we
0: are at the moment, probably about halfway to capacity for uh, like realistically after uh, having done the floor plan, having done the seating plans. Um, I think that the, the, the sci-fi palooza has the potential to sell out
2: oh yeah yeah this one does this one does definitely because because of the size but because you know we've got that that base now as well those people that are interested from before the word go on this one
0: exactly and literally at the moment we only have one dealer table left free okay so all of the dealers uh on board as well, so if anyone's coming uh, to the event they know that they're going to be having plenty of things to check out as well as the guests
2: and the talks and the and games and I may we could... as well say right now if anyone's listening or watching like, if you were a dealer at our first event and you've not got in contact or you don't know about it, but you're just hearing about it now, get in now because that spot could be theirs but yeah, exactly. Come- I have I have tried my best to contact all of the
0: previous dealers. However, you never know I could have missed someone. So
2: Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's easy to do that. We did have a lot there. We had two different rooms of mm-hmm. dealers. And there was a lot of people there. So uh yeah, everyone, you know, all those dealers minus about one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're hearing this for the first time, get in contact and get that last spot.
0: Yeah absolutely definitely and um, also so it's going to be a great day it's on July 21st of 2018 obviously at the Kings Langley Community Centre in Hertfordshire Uh, it's got great uh, links via both road with the M25 and M1 and on the train we are very uh, close to London as well we're only 25 minutes outside of Euston so and we are making the event once again making it as family friendly as possible so all under 12s are getting in for free and because it is a smaller event and we want it to be a uh, like real celebration it is as we well physically can so uh, we are only going to be charging three pounds per person for entry and you can bargain. get your ticket yeah, exactly. Absolute bargain. Uh, though, if you do feel like buying the hosts a drink at any point, that isn't mandatory, but it's appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so come along. You can buy your tickets now. Uh, we're sending them in advance via PayPal. Uh, just PayPal, £3 over, or whatever you want, however many tickets you want uh, to TrekMateEvents at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find all of the details at the sci fi com forward slash sci fi palooza. Now, our latest guest announcement because obviously we are being joined by John Carrigan. Yeah. Who- who has been in Star Trek Renegades and many other productions, including the British Empire.
2: I'm very happy to to be speaking and meeting John again, and Same talking here. to him a lot more than I did last time.
0: Same here. I'm really looking forward to seeing John because I didn't have as much of an opportunity as I would have liked to to have got to know him better. Yeah. So and also he was very supportive of the last con, and very like gave us a lot of uh support as well so and he's well uh, from
2: our yeah. experience with john but also from what i've heard from so many other people uh that attended uh trek on and, and other uh uk events and stuff he's just such a nice guy yeah you know he's so um warm and welcoming to to i don't know what to say fans but you know what i mean yeah no just well, the fans, fans yeah so. Yeah, I mean, he's in some, you know, he's not in um, any of the f- official stuff, but the stuff he's in is very cool. The Tim Ross yeah. movies. Exactly. Exactly. So really looking forward to uh seeing John again. But
0: what everybody wants to know is who is our second guest?
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> so listen up, smegheads. Yeah, because. Our next guest is the one and only Hattie Hayridge. A.K.A. Being, Holly A.K.A. Hilly. Yes, we are being joined by the second incarnation of Holly from Red Dwarf. Yeah. And Hattie will be there with us uh, from when the doors open at 12 uh, all the way through the event. So uh, she's going to be signing Norse so I'm sure she'll be happy to have Uh, Some selfies with fans as well, and uh, she'll also be doing a talk as well. So it's, and the thing is,
2: I know that Hattie's gonna put on an amazing talk, she's just one of those people. She's someone else who I've on the convention scene in the UK or whatever, I've heard lots of good things about, but she's a good laugh, basically. So uh, even not hearing that, I'm really looking forward to to meeting her for for what she's done on Red Dwarf. I absolutely loved her in that role. She's she's a bit like, um, when I was watching her today, I've watched like about five Red Dwarf episodes today because of you telling me, uh, you know, it's official. Um, She's a bit like, well... No, she's not quite the same as uh, Robert O'Reilly, as Gowron, as in that she's only in so many episodes. Mm -hmm. But she's only in the episodes for like two to three minutes per episode. Yeah, but she just gets like such quality lines in. Like the the writing was so good. For like she might only be in it for thirty seconds at the beginning and thirty seconds at the end, but like the gags that she had like related to each other and. Just tied up the episodes perfectly, and I just got such good memories of watching those series with her in as Holly. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: and also the thing, Hattie's delivery as Holly. The the thing is, when I came into Red Dwarf, I joined Red Dwarf uh, in season three. So
2: I think I was probably about the same, and then and then you went back. You went back and bought the VHSs afterwards, and then realised like, oh right, Holly wasn't always. A woman, yeah, exactly, and that's the thing uh, I love Norman Lovett so much, same, same I do, but Hattie was my holly same i i I would have to agree when I was watching season three today, I was like they are I think they like you, they are my first memories of Red dwarf, and then I went back later on and mm-hmm. and you know my opinion still is, but um. Season one's okay. It's introducing characters. It's introducing a story. Season two is better. Yeah, is making the the whole thing better. But by the time they get to season three, like they're really starting to know who Crichton is. And then obviously you have the Holly change, and it just works perfectly. You you have um, you have Hattie as Hilly mm-hmm. in the last episode of season two, and then season three they don't even mention it.
0: They it's, don't even it, say it, it
2: but, but it doesn't matter. It just works. It, it's fine. Is it even? I'm not. I'm
0: sure it's probably mentioned in those opening dialogue bits of the very first is episode it? of season three, where it, where it zooms through the catch up of the story of what's gone on between season two and uh, three, right? Where you find out that Dave had the babies. Um, yeah. <laughs> and everything and so uh,
2: it might be inside those texts I haven't you're, rewatched you're probably right but yeah yeah she was a, a welcome addition on uh, season 3 and yeah you know you. you saying, even... I'm gonna
0: it's one of those people that I'm gonna be grinning from ear to ear to meet because I I just know from hearing other people's um reactions after meeting her as well uh, I, I've i got very high expectations. That
2: I yeah, same. Think she's
0: going to be an absolutely lovely person.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I can't and wait. And also
0: hysterical yeah. as well.
2: Yeah, well that's the thing with her and Norman. Both of them are um, stand-up comedians first. Mm-hmm. And and then the acting gigs came second, I guess. But uh, but yeah, very funny.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's it. And now it's... We announced it first on Trekmate. We, uh, yep. that's it. So, uh, really happy to be bringing you guys that news. Uh, so get your tickets now. Uh, Trekmate events, uh, at gmail.com for the payment or find out details at the sci fi com forward slash sci fi palooza.
2: You need to so, get it on the old Trekmate website as well. com. I know, I know you don't. Deal with it as much these days, but fucking stick it on there. Yeah, no, I, I will get it on it's there. So, uh, to be yeah. honest,
0: in the sense of I'll get it on there just linking to the Sci Fi Collective page.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so no, don't worry. I'll, I'll get it on uh, Trekmate at uh, trekmate.org.uk and everything. So, yes, no, definitely. It'll be going up there and just sure. so happy. So happy. And it's uh, it's it's gonna be a real treat, real treat. I'm I'm really excited about this event. I am, yeah. No, it, it's a really
2: cool addition. I I think everyone was gonna have a good time, no matter what. But it's it is Hattie is like the icing on the cake, or or the cherry on the cake, you know? Yeah, and she's definitely, and she's
0: definitely, I think, gonna be a brilliant fit for the day as well. Yeah, me too. Definitely, definitely. So um, oh, before before we uh, jump in uh, to uh, Trek-related stuff, mm-hmm. did you get round to um, watching Stranger Things? I know we've discussed
2: it a little bit before. We, we've briefly spoken about it on the pod many times where I've said, mm. like, I'm intrigued. I can tell I'm going to love it. I try and stay away from trailers, blah, 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 because I can just tell. And uh, everything I'd said was right, like, me and my wife watched it and it was one of those rare rare series where you just can't get enough like you're really tired you absolutely binge it you can't stop after one Exactly like I I I, I don't there's two seasons right and they're probably about 10 or 12 episodes mm-hmm. each something like that That's right. And I think we'd watched it within about a week and a half and absolutely loved it
0: I, I um, knew I
2: would but yeah, I did well no, we to, were to stay away. We were the We
0: just ploughed
2: through it. And yeah. it is, it's an amazing, amazing show. And and at the end of it, just like I thought I might be doing, I'm just like, come on, season three. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> I know. Trust me, mate. I'm there.
0: I've
2: been waiting longer than you have. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Um, it, it's, it's possible if they start saying an actual release date, uh mm-hmm. and it and it's further away than this year that i might end up watching it a second time the first two seasons it, it's that good it's it's everything i hoped it would be um I, I don't mean this in a bad way but um i think that the writers uh a couple of brothers what are they called like the Duster brothers or duffer brothers or something yeah um they've just taken so many parts of 80s movies mm-hmm. that, that we just love and adore and always will and just put them all together in a just a awesomely written tv series and it doesn't suffer from from borrowing off other things It it just adds to it it just and they've even got the actors in there for god's sake they've even got you know iconic 80s actors in there like winona Ryder and sean astin it's just awesome it is and the thing is the whole show
0: the production values are amazing the story is compelling the uh like the, the actors the kids
2: are brilliant they are brilliant. Every single one of them, not one of them has, has got that dodgy sort of kid actor thing going on where you're like, oh,
0: they're all
2: absolutely brilliant actors that they're, they're really impressive for their age. By the time season three comes about, I'm guessing they're going to be sort of like in their mid to late teens. Uh, all the, all the kids there in the program, at least they're supposed to be about 11 or 12 years old, aren't they? At, at first, but yeah. they're awesome. That, that, so impressive at their job,
0: absolutely. And also, the show just hits every nostalgia mark.
2: Yes, that you does. need. Yeah, if you're a child of the 80s or or a lover of the 80s, it's just it's brilliant. I I I don't want to give spoilers out to people or anything. That's no, that's the thing. That we won't go into hard.
0: details. It might be worth one day actually doing a show or a sci-fi collective video. Discussing Stranger Things because I think that might be. fun. you know fun. what? Now that we've
2: now that we've both watched it, the two uh, hosts, we should we should definitely do some Stranger Things stuff on uh, yeah. on the channel.
0: Excellent. And the thing is, now you you won't be waiting. Uh, once season three goes up, you'll be straight on that. You won't be able to wait.
2: Oh no! I'm, yeah, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to be uh, watching that week to week for definite. I presume that's how they'll do it and probably how they did Season 2. The week-to-week style.
0: No, no. Season 2, I'm pretty sure,
2: was just all uploaded in one go. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I hope that's why they're taking a while for Season 3 and they just do that as well then. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's how I like it. That's how I love my TV programs these days. I, I really feel like, at the moment, for me, and my wife, like, TV is where it's at. I, I'm so much more impressed and immersed in TV programs than I am movies. Like, with movies and, like, cinema, I've, I've said it on Trekmate before, like, mm-hmm. you have to really dedicate yourself, you know, to, to pay, like, £12 a time most of the time these days to go and see a movie. I have to know that I'm going to like it before I go. Yeah. But, but because of that, for the last five plus years, all I ever go to see is um, Marvel and Star Wars, which even though I know I'm getting my money's worth, like, forgive me for saying this, but I'm like, I'm almost getting bored with them these days now. Hmm. Because they're so good. I'm not saying I want to go to the cinema and watch crap films or anything, but they're so good. It's like, I know what to expect. Yeah. Apart from you know maybe, the formula. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With, with, with both with the modern star Wars and Marvel, I know I'll enjoy it, but yes, I do know what to expect. And if mm-hmm. I couldn't, if I couldn't predict it before I went in the cinema, I can certainly predict it 30 to 20 minutes before it happens on screen, you know, where it's going. Yeah um but with tv with stuff like stranger things i know some of the stuff that i'm going to see but some of it is just totally unpredictable
0: yeah and also it, it, once again with uh tv you just have that ability to you you have even though if you're binge watching mm-hmm. uh it's still rather than having an hour and a half film you've still got those like 10 12 whatever episodes to actually create an emotional link with those characters as well, and you do end up caring about them, like almost more.
2: Oh, I totally agree. I, I really believe it's where it's at now at the moment. TV, uh, there's there's so much proof out there as well with the you know the big budget programs, uh, Stranger Things being one of them. But obviously, Discovery now more money than has ever been pumped into Star Trek before. production um yeah I, i could go on and list all sorts but you know people know what they are
0: absolutely absolutely and then also speaking of uh netflix last weekend uh came out a new series of a uh series that i'd watched previously and i was very excited to see what the subject of the first episode was and i made sure to send you a uh, a oh, private message straight
2: away. Uh, it it What's it uh, called the, the, the toys, toys that made us? The, the toys What made us. It is called that. Yeah. Yes, I, I did watch a couple of episodes from the first season. Like I, I made sure I watched the Star Wars one. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, no, I, I think He Man was one of them. I was gonna watch it. I never actually did, yep. which is surprising because I loved them as a mm-hmm. kid. But yeah, obviously, you're gonna say. We Absolutely. now have the Star Trek one. Yeah, they'd done an episode <laughs> dedicated
0: to the uh, Star Trek toys, which I thought was quite good, because also it gave um, a lot of insight as well that I I really hadn't um, looked for before with regards to the merchandise.
2: Yeah. because no, it, was, it was really interesting. I really enjoyed it. Like I'll, I'll probably say this a few times. I wish I'd concentrated more on the later '90s stuff where they did uh, get into their groove and, you know, finally start doing well. But a lot of the program seemed to concentrate on when they weren't doing well, when they weren't satisfying. But I think that's probably because that is when you can get a better story out of it. Oh yeah. I understand that. I understand it's more interesting. So if you're not a track fan, it means you can enjoy the program better. But as a, Trek nerd or Trekkie whatever you want to say mm-hmm. I would have loved to have them to just gone on more and more and more about the Playmate stuff you know especially since at the moment you're actually you've got more into actually collecting the um, yeah. Playmate stuff yeah I love it at the I mean I, I, I've, I'm sure I've said it on uh, Trekmate before but I sort of missed out on that I I um, you're just going through denial at that point yeah, I think it I think it's fair to say that. Like, you know, when I was in school, uh I embraced my music um mm-hmm. and got sort of um what's the word? Chastised? Yeah, I was going to say bullied, but I was trying to think of a different word. Singled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 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 you know, wearing my music on my sleeve literally.
0: The music kid.
2: Yeah, but with um but with Trek, I didn't openly embrace it, even though every time I was going back to home, you know, I loved it. But I missed out on the toys. Mm-hmm. But uh, me and you are both the same with toys, where I'm a, I'm an adult now and I, I don't care. Like I'm still going to buy them anyway. Yeah. And they're a lot cheaper now as well, which is very convenient. Yeah, exactly, because their ultra-rare
0: status of inflating their price mm-hmm. ha- like, has come and gone. Yeah. So now it's a lot more affordable to get it that's why when i was recently selling some of my stuff i didn't price it ridiculously because i just thought well the thing is an item is only worth what someone is willing to pay Mm -hmm. so uh and i saw so many of the figures that i was selling people asking 15 pound 10 pound for it's like you to get a real perspective of what it's worth, I was looking at what they had sold for. Yeah. So that's generally what I was going for, if not just under what they had sold for. So I didn't feel like I was ripping anyone off either because, uh, because the thing is, I know, especially one person came and uh, collected, I think he'd bought like nine figures and a ship. So uh, and he only lived up the road, so he came and collected, and we had a good chat. Oh, awesome! And, yeah, so it was, it was nice to know that they were going to a good home. Yeah, and uh, is it is it but also the thing that I loved about the uh, '90s products was the packaging.
2: Just the, the packaging I was
0: absolutely stunning.
2: I, I I don't think of myself as too much of a mega geek with this stuff, but I'm sure. Other people would because now these days I like to buy all of them twice where I buy one in the box mm-hmm. and I keep them in the box. Um, and then I like to, if if it's one I really enjoy at least, I like to buy it as well loose if I can, which you can get a lot at the conventions. And that's so the thing, you... the loose ones don't hold any value whatsoever unless no, they're, they're very specific. Uh, I- I'm ones. sometimes getting them for as low as like two quid, the loose ones. Yeah, well, that's the, the thing. The S9, uh, TNG, you know. But don't worry, dude. Uh,
0: that's not, uh, I, I don't think badly of you whatsoever because that's the figures that I did sell, all of the ones that I got uh, carded, I had already owned. I already owned them loose. Yeah. So it was doubling up on my collection. And uh, there was a few that I kept carded that I didn't have loose, but it's just a question of that. At that point, it was the collector's mentality of it more than anything else. So I doubled up on most of my collection, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but, uh, since, uh, when we spoke last week, I did uh, discuss that I've been in, um, and I was getting a few bits down because I wanted to, um, like put them about, like just behind me, I've got the
2: transporter, uh, Oh, wow. Like, my screen's really grainy, but I couldn't make that out. It, it could have been just like a food yeah. mixer from where I'm sat. <laughs> but no, I can see yeah. it now. It's cool. Yeah, so now uh, so you add the transporter,
0: and it, I haven't actually got the batteries for it at the moment because I'm pretty sure it takes, like, the C batteries, like the, the big old ones. Yeah. So uh, it lights up inside, and it's got a little uh, reflective mirror inside so you put the figure just in the back inside the transporter pad and you'll see the mirror
2: just there do you know what I'm going to say right now yeah? someone get on Patreon and give Wayne a fiver and he can get to, <laughs> to go and get
0: batteries, <laughs> batteries next week <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no. Um, well, I'll make sure I've got batteries for next week for you, and then you. Uh, so it will light up. You can see the figure, and then as you uh, push up the uh, dials, it makes a sound and uh, makes the mirror solid. You so you, that, that,
2: that, that's criminal that they didn't feature that in that program. That's what it's I was
0: absolutely brilliant.
2: I enjoyed the story that, you know, that they were telling with you know, the, the struggle of getting the toys right, but that should have been on there. That's that's awesome. Definitely, I'll show you the box as well. Mm-hmm. Seeing as I've got it here, that's the official box that it was in. Nice. I, I do love the, the the boxes and stuff for for the yeah. big, well, all, all the all the '90 stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's. And uh the only other boxed items that I've got left now is uh that as well as my Shuttlecraft Goddard. Yeah, that's very, very cool. From TNG, which I just absolutely love the box. Uh and also my Shuttlecraft Galileo box, which I've got there, which was uh they release re released um Whole bunch of TOS uh, classic characters on the 30th anniversary as well. Okay. So uh, that's when they came out with the um, uh, the new tricorders, and also you you know when uh, on the show they mentioned um, people uh, like uh, people going mad because the Playmates ones made like screen accurate phasers and that which mm-hmm. was the first time that the talks had done that yeah it was the 30th anniversary series that they were doing that with so yeah no and so yes at some point i'll be hanging up my shellcraft goddard from the ceiling as yeah well I as, think that's a good idea it's gonna look good yeah as well as the galileo but uh, the one, th- one that I always wanted, I ended up getting a medical tricorder mm-hmm. um, because I could never find the normal tricorder. I was, And the thing is, the 90s, it was a much different time now because you didn't have the internet to search nah. all of these things out. And uh, it was funny because I found... The booklet that was the Playmates uh, booklet advertising all of their latest line of toys, and I had literally wrote on about the first eight pages. All around it, I'd made notes of <laughs> stores and distributors yeah. <laughs> nearby with all of their phone numbers that I would just regularly phone up to see if they had something in stock. Cool. So it's, it, it was just an entirely different time. Yeah, yeah, it was,
2: definitely. Yeah, So much easier for people now. Exactly. It, I think it was part of the fun back then, doing that sort of stuff with toys as well.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. It's like my first prop type uh, one that I got was the Type 2 Phaser from TNG, mm-hmm. which it, that's the thing. All of the stuff that I've kept, though, unlike the stuff that i had bought with the uh, collector's mentality of it uh, is stuff that has absolute um, sentimental value yeah. to us as well because
2: yeah, you all of that stuff definitely
0: exactly because this phaser saw me off on so many away missions when yeah like play, playing with uh, my best mate at the time, Dominic Bellman, who might watch this. He might, uh, because he's still big into geeking and he should become his DST as well. So, okay, cool. So that'll be cool. But yeah, no,
2: it's all beaten up. It's got some, uh, my thinking is with that stuff is like, if you sell it, and then you know that, like, five or ten years down the line, you're probably going to buy another one. <laughs> like, don't bother selling it. Yeah, keep hold of it. If, it. if it has that place in your heart, then just just keep it. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Because, also, it's yours. It's that one that you had in yeah. your entire childhood. And makes it even better, definitely. Exactly. Exactly. Though, one thing, <laughs> one thing that I did buy, which... At the time I um I was absolutely thrilled to find it was a officially licensed um Star Trek um visor for Geordie, even though it looks uh-huh. nothing like his visor whatsoever. I was
2: I was about to say I would love a real vi I do love Geordie's visor. If, if I could own one that fit and I could actually see through, I would wear that thing. Uh, uh, cons at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was just trying to find the card for. I think I've put the. I've,
0: I've got a box where literally I've kept like little pieces of card from different things and that, and so I've not got the um, actual bit that says it's the Star officially licensed Star Trek visor but mm-hmm. it, this is what it looks like dude it does not look like a visor whatsoever
2: that was what passed what off what the as fuck a, that is what passed off as a visor that, that's bloody like bebop or rocksteady's glasses from girls, <laughs> oh, not fucking star trek it is what the um, hell how, like, how could they get away with that
0: i don't know i don't know but as <laughs> as like an eight-year-old I was happy with them, especially as they. Oh well, uh, good. I'm they create like almost like a rainbow double vision sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably really bad for your eyes as well.
2: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't
0: know how they got away with that. No, that that wasn't playmates. That was just um, a company, but it was officially licensed.
2: But then again, saying that, we may as well get to it now. While we're talking about Netflix's um, Toys That Majors program, like the, the whole, uh, not majority, well, you no, know, it is the majority of the program. is about how how bad the toys were and how they didn't relate at all to the program. And they were, in some cases, like just other old toys from other old toy lines for... Programs that didn't even exist which they just slap Star Trek labels and stickers on and all sorts I know I, honestly it,
0: I try to uh, I have this ongoing battle in my head where
2: the collector mentality in me wants me to just get I, shit I was, I, yeah while I was watching the program like I wasn't thinking I want that maybe if I won the lottery I might but um, I was thinking there's got to be Trek fans out there but thinking fuck it You know, I know there's no helmets with flashing lights on (laughs) in Star Trek, but because it was the first match, I want it. But
0: also, I think I would want it just for the fact of, look at this crazy shit.
2: I tell you what, if if we could get the Kirk and Spock helmets with flashing red lights (laughs) on top, I'd be wearing them in this pod on YouTube. And I'd also wear them any we're invited or we're holding oh. a convention. I'd just say, like, you wear one, I'll wear the other. If just walk we could around get them like in time for wrong. DST. Yeah, I would. Yeah, if if someone wants to give us one, like, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll happily wear it. Even if they want to loan them to us, yeah, I'll wear them all day long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. and that's the thing. Some of the and
0: that. Uh, all of that sort of shit, where they just plaster a label over something. When I was a kid, that used to sit with me really wrong.
2: I, I hated stuff like that. That's why. No, when... no. I mean, I, I think now that that surely that would be borderline illegal or something. Now to do that. Well, the thing is, well,
0: not on that because literally they
2: had the license to do it. Yeah no they did like it was you know everything was fair but it's dodgy as fuck oh
0: yeah no that's the thing there's definitely not as many uh, cheap shops where you could get the knockoff versions where they actually because back then they used to use the proper name where now at least now for thundercats they would be like uh, like human femines.
2: Yeah, that's it. You go into the pound shop now, you you'll you'll get your wrestling figures, you'll get your Star Wars figures and stuff, but they're they're smart about how the they rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, Triple uh, R. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was well dodgy. Like I feel bad for those um it wasn't really sixties, was it? Seventies fans.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, the merch just wasn't really uh there uh during the 60s so it's uh i would have loved to uh been able to get hold of some of the more dodgy stuff just to have a real look at
2: yeah yeah you never know uh i hope some people out there are you know saving this stuff for um not museums but you know at least displays at conventions or something because uh, i i do like that stuff even if it is dodgy yeah Would oh, like to see it, even if i can't handle it and stuff
0: but also it was interesting seeing um like the, because the thing is people really hold the migos in high esteem as well mm-hmm. and then they're like oh no there's plenty of really dodgy shit star trek migos as well mm-hmm so that was really interesting Just before we uh, carry on talking I just wanted to say uh, Hello to a couple of people who I know Are watching uh, Matt Warwick has sent us oh, a message Matt. Saying hi Nice one, hello Matt So I know he's over at, <laughs> He's over at the uh, European Game Expo uh, oh, This wow. weekend
2: so Is that in the UK? It is, yeah Yes, I think it's up his way I think it's Birmingham yeah, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me to know but it's at the NEC as well as uh, yeah. DST. Uh, well, I hope we, I hope we see Matt in person at DST this year. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. So, uh, big
0: hello to Matt, uh, and also to Darren Pickles, who's been uh, tweeting us uh, as well, uh, who said uh, great news about Hattie and that he's, uh, it's just clicked to him that Red Dwarf beat Doctor Who by a couple of decades by regenerating a male character into a female character. Yeah, yeah he's right. Definitely. Definitely. And also he was saying that his Star Trek phaser, he was gutted because he uh, painted the red tip black when he was right. a kid. Yeah. And the git did manage to get hold of the original a uh, tricorder at his local uh. comic shop. So,
2: damn you, Darren! Damn <laughs> yeah. you! Oh, well, yeah. so- we can all keep our eyes open, can't we, at the conventions? Exactly. exactly. Someone, someone, grab Wainer uh, original one. That's it. If anyone finds
0: it, I'll I'll happily give it a new home. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, all my stuff I'm getting out, so I can just start having to play about and fiddle about with as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because. The thing is, now that we're uh, visual as well, people will get to see. But as Jude knows from recording, when we end up recording, I
2: do not stop fiddling with stuff. Yeah. Uh, So it is handy to have that stuff nearby. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, no, instead of playing with a Rubik's Cube, suddenly I'll just be, like, picking up Kirk and amusing myself. (whistles) That's it. go. (laughs) Go, go, Galileo! <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Oh dear! So, yes. Uh, no, uh, and also, I um, did, I didn't realise just how many figures uh, from the playmates there was. I think they said was it about four or three
2: hundred? I don't recall the number, but um, but I think. Yeah, that that makes sense because of the. I know they did like vary so many variations of the same characters, didn't they?
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. You would have Kirk in his original u- uniform. Then you'd have Kirk in his pilot uniform. Then you'd have Kirk in sitting on the edge of forever. Then you'd have Kirk from uh, bloody uh, I don't know whatever. Spock in his spacesuit and there's absolutely loads and loads of variants.
2: With the Playmates, I only have um, TNG and DS S9. Mm-hmm. And the only ones where I have different versions of the same characters, at the Bowman at least, mm-hmm. is um, Riker, which I have two. One with the tear? Exactly, yeah. And one without... But with uh, data, I think I've got no no, I haven't got four datas. Um but I've got um what's his dad called? Dr. Noonian Doctor Noonian Soon Soon, yeah, of course. So yeah, I have him, I have normal data, I've got um data like gangster data with a Fedora. Yep. It's not from Sherlock. What, what's that from? I can't no, even... that what is, is from, from
0: um when they go back in time when Data's head gets blown off. That is um shit. What is that episode?
2: When his head gets no, that's Are
0: you oh no, that's wait, no, no, are you yeah. actually thinking of the I okay, I was thinking of a different figure of when yeah. he goes back to uh no, side of like... Guinan. You're not you're not actually on about the one where he's dressed up like sherlock
2: Holmes no, but i do I do have a bobblehead of that, which I was just looking at today. Mm. I have uh Geordie and data bobbleheads yeah with, uh Watson and sherlock which mm-hmm. is uh, pretty funny, but that's not playmates that's that's something a bit more modern i think
0: um probably art asylum
2: Hmm. And I'm sure I have another uh, Data Playmates, but I can't think what it is right now. I'll let you know mm-hmm. next time. But yeah, they're the only variants, or whatever you want to call them, that I have. Yeah. Well, uh, I used to, uh, Actually, what, what Picard actually, no, I... Think I have a couple of different Picards, actually, where it's just slightly different uniforms that he's wearing. Like one where he's wearing his like vest coat type thing.
0: Yeah. And then one where he's like just in his normal uniform. because mm-hmm. The only Picard that I've got unboxed because I had the carded version of him with his vest uniform. And also what you've got to realize is all of the TNG characters, they had like their normal versions, but then mm-hmm. they had the season one versions with the yeah. line as well. Yep. Yeah with the line as well. So, yeah, no, there's plenty of uh, different yeah, variants. I
2: think I have two Picards, and and both of them, I think, are unboxed. I don't think I have either of them in uh, mm-hmm. boxes at the moment. Would you ever be tempted to open any of them? The ones that I've got in the boxes, no, I, I don't know. It just seems... It, it just seems... nothing wrong. quite like opening that box. I've 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 honestly not done it unless it's already been broken uh, before I got it and it's just barely hanging on. I've got a few of those. If you uh, it, if you uh, manage to get carded versions cheap
0: enough, mm-hmm. would you uh, open them happily or would you be
2: like, "Oh no, that's still a carded version"? Yeah, I mean, it's not like. Like I'm planning on selling them in the future or anything like that, but I I don't know. Like I say, it just it just feels wrong, just uh-huh. ripping that open. Like if someone's already ripped it open for me and it's just barely hanging on, that's fine. Like yeah, uh, the only Troy I've got is, is like that, where it just flaps open and I will just take it out and then I'll put it back in. Well, hey, hello, hello, <laughs> <Barbara>. <laughs> um. But no, I've not actually done that. I, I've never actually opened one of the boxes for mm-hmm. real.
0: Uh, I've uh, What did I do recently? There was, I'm sure I'd done an unboxing video uh, last year at some point where. Of something, something old? Something old that I opened up. I can't remember for the life of me what it would have been because uh, I know that there were some uh,
2: comments of people going, no! Yeah. Don't no, do I, that. You. I neighbor. guess it's got to be done sometimes. I, I I suppose my answer is yes, but maybe if I had two boxed versions yeah. of that thing, and they weren't too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. No, that's the thing. So, so if it was something too expensive,
2: then you wouldn't... No. Well, both me and you, we don't have money to for about the place. But if I did, then yeah, that's definitely something I'd do. I think Oh, yeah. so, just buy oh, old stuff and pretend it's new and open it like you would.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Ago. Also, uh, whilst we've just been saying hello to people, I just want to say hello to Tronic MC who, uh, has been, uh, I've just finally figured out how to, uh, check the, uh, chat in the live stream as well. So, So what's that on YouTube? On YouTube. So hello, uh, Tronic MC. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, remember, guys, you can always uh, join us live as well. We'll uh, try and let everyone know on our social media when we're going to be doing it. So uh, and just as as a brief, uh, seeing as seeing as he's asked. We've discussed it a number of times, but Tronic MC did ask what our opinion is of the Kelvin timeline. You're saying he, do you know that it's a he? No, no, actually, it's a he or a she. Yeah. Uh, that was very presumptuous of me, so I do apologize. But uh, yeah, no, Tronic just asked us what our opinions are of the uh, Kelvin timeline. And in short, we do like them.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm guessing they're sort of new to maybe the sci-fi collective and TrekMate, So, yeah, anyone that's a, a long-time listener, knows that, so, yeah, we're we're cool. <laughs> we're fine. Yeah. We we like the we we like the Kelvin timeline. But yeah. thank you very much
0: for uh, joining us. Uh, though, though it it's, it's just a very different thing. Yeah. No. Check yeah. uh, check out some of our uh, previous podcasts because we do go into it in quite. Yeah, there's a, lot, it's of a lot of rants out of there. <laughs> yeah, there are certainly a number of rants uh, that we've made. So
2: nice yeah. rants, ba- basically nice rants, basically positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, exactly. Just, but ba- just basically, in general, Kelvin timeline, not as good as what goes on on the TV series, but that's just because it's a movie, and it's it's just an alternate universe
2: for different
0: generations and exactly and we treat those movies as it's just an alternate timeline so everything else is still groovy yeah within our prime timeline so we're not displeased at all with what goes on in the movies so so there you go um whether that was the answer you was hoping for
2: or not that's what i was just thinking like they might be going, oh fuck you then fucking bastard!" oh my god
0: i'm not (laughs) listening to you suck fucking
2: jj's cock reminded me like i know you don't want to give them the airtime but you had a (laughs) you had a like a a comment argument or whatever with some well over the top loser on uh it was YouTube, wasn't it, this week? It was
0: YouTube. It was YouTube what was that all about? It was a grammar Nazi.
2: Yeah, yeah, grammar Nazi and Basement Dweller, as I was calling. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. there is loads of cool people, nice people that do live in basements, but. Yeah,
0: no, apparently I mean, I've there's... got an enemy now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's looking for me. us or he's looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's me he's specifically that he's looking for. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying out. I'm 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 barely on the internet at the moment these days, and I'm I'm really happy for it to be honest. Yeah, no, he he was special. The
0: thing is, though, he yeah. did. I'll give him this. I'm not I'm not going to go into the whole conversation because I don't give a fuck. And uh, he was a dick. But mm-hmm. the thing that got me was after someone pointing out, uh, like in his uh, like someone who I had mentioned it to looked at his YouTube channel and he's a big flat earther and conspiracy. Oh my God, theorist. Really? Yeah. He's a conspiracy theorist. He loves all of the, uh, uh what, uh, what is it? The, uh, Trump, uh, like Donald Trump prophecies and, everything and then so also the more he... you learn
2: about him the more you're like okay you're fucking crazy like yeah and then why he's am I also even been... like, talking to you at all.
0: No exactly but then also there's random like uh coverage of Star Trek continues and an interview of Larry Nemichek and
2: I, I I really don't okay. get how these crazies like Star Trek. That's that that was my point. I never knew that a flat earther
0: could possibly like no. Star Trek. That's ridiculous. It kind of
2: goes against everything that Star Trek is to believe. It's like that. saying I'm a vegetarian, but I love a good rack of ribs or something. It's just
0: weird. Yeah. yeah it just doesn't. Just Every doesn't Halloween I together. have like
2: two racks of ribs, but the rest of the year it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's weird.
0: No, no. It, unless he's, That's the thing, being a flat-earther, he treats Star Trek like we might treat Harry Potter and think it's all
2: absolutely fictional. I know, but it's just, you know, ever since the beginning, one of the things I love about Star Trek uh, that gets brought up a lot is, you know, they do have so many positive messages going Mm on. Uh, Positive political messages, would that be? Um... It, it's no. almost like no. a, it, it's it's a it's mirror like politics, on today's society. Yeah, it is uh, from from the sixties onwards. Mm-mm. But it's um it, it's not just a mirror. It's almost like educational to yeah. a degree. Like you know, if you are an idiot, if you are yeah racist, sexist, any of these things, it's like okay, you know, like that's we're gonna teach you why you're wrong.
0: Exactly, but not make you think that we are actually having a go at you because yeah, um, we're going to put it into a context of this isn't the alien. Is alien,
2: yeah, he's a black alien, so it's a o- it's okay. That's the thing. You Steve, can watch it, it safely. Can, <laughs> can you understand
0: the overtones of the uh, aliens who? Uh, one race is white on one side and black on the other, and the other is black on one side and white on the
2: other, uh, how stupid it is that they hate each other. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I honestly think all the people that have in, been involved in Trek behind the scenes, and on Canberra, you know, the actors that have performed the roles, have done a great job at um, putting these messages across to people, no matter... Mm-hmm. where people are at in their lives at the time when they're watching it but like we just said it just surprises me that in 2018 which mm-hmm. sounds so futuristic to me still um yeah. people can still be so fucking what's the word not stupid well it's stupid no i'd but... go stupid yeah yeah, uh, no, yeah, And and actually, you know, claim to be big Star Trek fans. I mean, this guy that you've argued with is a YouTuber. I, I don't know what he does. I, I honestly don't want to know. I'm not even going to check. I'm glad that you, you know, when he was boasting, like, oh, I've interviewed this guy. I've interviewed that guy. What what do you guys know? It's like, I'm glad you actually went to those people and said, uh, yeah, we know those people too. And we're going to share this argument with those people. You did the right thing.
0: Yeah exactly sort of and that's it. It. but what the fuck it was a question of, also it was a question of his claim to fame was his big Star Trek claim to fame was that he had interviewed one of the guys from Star Trek Continues and yeah. <laughs> someone turned around and said to me <laughs> it's like wait you really you really contained yourself within that argument and I was like did I yeah. I was like you could have mentioned that you've interviewed this person, that
2: person, that person, that person, that person. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you could have done. No, whoever said that is right, definitely. And uh, anyone who listens to, to this pod knows that, really. But you could have gone off on the guy, and, and you didn't. And uh, you did the like, right thing. It wasn't worth it. No, no, whoever they are, they're not. I mean, to me, it's just a bit of text which you've uh, copied and pasted, but, like, I have no interest in who that fucking person is. Whoever they are, they're a loser. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, but, dude, now you've made an enemy now as well.
2: You've openly... (laughs) Oh, sod it. I'm I'm just going to find
0: you. He's going to find you.
2: I I don't do anything (laughs) on social media now. I've given it up practically,
0: so... But that's what got me. It made it funny. It was it wasn't on social media
2: at all? No, no, it was on YouTube comments. Yeah, so I'm guessing commenting with his channel profile or whatever. It was, yeah. What a dick. <laughs> 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 yep, I'll go with that. <laughs>
0: I'll go with that. I don't even. The thing is, I don't even need to. I'm I'm not gonna give him the benefit of even like going into
2: details over No. If anyone's that interested, they they can always check.
0: I can even I'm not
2: interested enough to check. No. All you need to know is
0: <laughs> he's a dick and wanted <laughs> to try and be a grammar Nazi and then got his absolute knickers in a twist because I wouldn't change the title. In
2: fact, I, I, I think he gave at least three or four people like, a good laugh out of it, anyway. <laughs> who bothered to read the comments that he was... Oh, well, you know, I shared it with would...
0: all of my Facebook friends, and there was a good, oh, like, okay. 30
2: or 40 people. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, a good bit of entertainment, then. Yeah, everyone
0: people. seems to get a good kick out of it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. So... <laughs> so, yeah,
0: no. Thank you for at least... Sent- and that's the thing, he was like, what, why are you even doing And Why are you even continuing this? I was like, because... Uh, what you've got to realize is, I thought uh, your uh, like your comment was so fucking stupid that it was funny. Yeah. So that's the that's why I continue this because you entertain me, and yeah. that's when he told me that
2: he was going to find me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope he does. In a way, I mean, how funny would that? It it, it was an American, wasn't it? So. Or was a yank. That, yeah, that's even more funny to think that some guy in whatever state he's from in America is like, right, that's fucking it. I'm paying like two thousand five hundred dollars to go to the London. Yeah, <laughs> I hear this guy lives in uh, Hertfordshire. Right, I'm gonna find Hertfordshire. I told him my myself fucking to <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come to Sci-Fi Palooza. Where is he? <laughs> don't get me I've tra- wrong though <laughs> i travelled all the way across this flat earth <laughs> to find it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god hell. But, but the scary thing is we're in a day and age where fucking uh, people, uh, people fucking swat on people that they don't like
2: yeah As
0: well, so it's fucking these crazies, but you can't treat them as anything but fucking batshit crazy,
2: yeah. I'm I'm sure this guy has probably done nothing more than like printing your face out and putting it on a dartboard or something. (laughs) I found you, (laughs) (laughs) you're on this flat piece of paper. I told you I was kidding. <laughs> oh fuck it. Wow. His mum was down the stairs. What are you doing down there? He's probably
0: one of the viewers <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
2: bastard. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. In a weird sort of way.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear
2: so yeah if uh, if he is the world is not flat and you know just keep watching Star Trek and you know look for the messages and chill out have a chill pill
0: absolutely take uh, an absolute fucking chill pill
2: yeah put one of the Kirk or Spock helmets on with the red lights and
0: you definitely need that warning (laughs) light above your fucking head he does yeah
2: so oh dear So uh, I I think that's about us done for this week, dude. Yeah, yeah, we've just, uh, yeah, I've really had fun, but yeah, just spoke for like 15 minutes about Hattie coming to our con, which is awesome, and then the rest just talking about a crazy guy
1: and uh, toys, toys.
2: (laughs) but no, I really enjoyed it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, what should we call the uh, the title of this episode? Uh, uh, because we talked about Stranger Things as well. So it's like uh,
2: kid, uh, kids, Holly, toy, and crazy guy. There's some really weird name in there that we've not thought of yet. Which there is you, You're normally pretty good at thinking of. I used to be, and then I and then I just stopped for some reason. I don't You've know why. It, yeah. Yeah I, did. yeah, I got lazy. That's fair. Um, we'll come up with something, I'm sure. Yeah. Well,
0: you've got about an hour before it gets published. Okay.
2: so <laughs> Now I've got a lot to work with there, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> remember, guys, get your tickets now. Uh, paypal trackmate events at gmail.com three pound per person under 12 is getting free find out all the details at the sci-fi collective.com forward slash sci-fi palooza or just go to our facebook page and the event page there so after all of that exciting news thank you for joining us i've been wayne i've been chewed, and that
2: was trackmate
1: Captain's Log, Stardate 3541.9 Traveling through Lost contact with the others too you like to get a hold of us visit Trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before make it so prepare to attack all hands battle station don't worry we will get to the bottom of this Is a tall ship and a star. To steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, star date thirty-five forty-one point nine.
2: Program complete. Enter when ready.
1: I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.